Have you ever thought that you were living life and you're busy with your kids and busy with your job or both, and there's so many things to do, it almost feels like you're running in a race? (laughs) I have felt like that so often. In fact, it makes me think of when we lived in Chicago. My parents had an amazing condo in Greektown, and it was actually at the halfway point of the Chicago Marathon. And that was every October. And so when the girls were little, we'd get up super early on that day before they'd block off all the roads. We'd head over to their condo for a marathon party. My mom would make a great breakfast and we'd eat and have our coffee. And we could hardly wait until the first marathoners would start coming down Adams Street. We'd cheer and we would truly be in awe of every single runner. They train and they do so much to participate in this race. It's such an accomplishment and it is really fun to cheer them on. We would be there drinking coffee and eating and we'd be there for hours and people would still be running outside. It was amazing. I've never run a marathon, but I so admire those who do. I tell you that story because it feels to me that that's like life sometimes. We run and we run and we don't stop. I wanted to bring in this analogy because I believe this busyness of life truly stops us from things we love, such as investing in our friendships. We either don't have time or frankly, we just run out of energy. So today we're going to talk about friendships and how we could look at them differently and understand them better. And then we're going to talk about ways to strengthen and maintain our friendships, even while we're running this race called life. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I know so many of you can relate to how challenging it can be to maintain good friendships, especially as a busy parent. We have our kids, our jobs, our marriages or relationships, and family. There are countless things to do and keep up with. It's never ending. Isn't that so true? It is so easy to go every day. We have our routines, our obligations, running this one to practice and picking this one up over there. And even when the kids get old enough to drive, it still seems like the busyness of life just involves different things and it doesn't stop. Navigating life and trying to take the time to enjoy our friends is so much harder than I thought it would be. That's one of the things I wish I was better at, keeping in touch with friends and maintaining friendships actually working on them. There are so many people I enjoy from various parts of my life, and I think about them often. And then so many times I say to myself, oh, you know, I really want to give so-and-so a call. But then I'm usually in the car going somewhere, and then I know I only have another 20 minutes, so I probably should do that later so I could talk more. And then guess what? I forget. (laughs) Or as sad as this sounds, I totally run out of energy. I am so pooped out at the end of the day. I don't have one piece of energy for anything. And that's just being real. First of all, I feel like I should say I started this topic and I was starting to feel really bad. 
First, I wanted to talk about it because it's real. It's authentic. It's something I really want to work on and get better at working on, on my friendships. But then I just started to feel sad. I was thinking about friends from different parts of my life that I no longer keep in touch with. I know if I saw them, it would be a blast and we totally enjoy each other for sure. But many times our friendships might be from a different part of our life, say from another city we lived in or from another job or another time of life. Then I thought, I better read more. Like, is this normal? (laughs) And as I started to read more, I, I felt better because I was reading that this is so normal. We all have friends in our life that come and go, so to speak. They're here at certain parts of our life, and then we go through transitions, and we have different friends, and it's all normal. We might move jobs, or we might move to another state, and then it just gets harder to stay close. And then we might have friends, on the other hand, that totally stand the test of time. Do you have any of those friends? When you are growing up, maybe those friends, or from college. Isn't it cool that you can have friends from so long ago and you're still good friends today? I was just talking to my best friend and she's from my college days. I love it how we're just so comfortable. We we just share anything and we can say, I gotta go and we hang up and there's no hard feelings. It's just so easy. And I know our relationship is really special. My husband has a couple friends from all the way from his elementary school days. How cool is that? And they're still close friends today. But going back to the idea of having friendships that might not last through life's transitions, I want you to remember it's normal and not beat yourself up about it like I would sometimes do. Like I would say, oh my gosh, I haven't sent so-and-so a message in so long, or I really need to call so-and-so. And then I would just feel bad when I don't have the energy and I would constantly just feel bad about it. But it's just okay. It's better to just let go of this idea that you need to do X, Y, or Z. Get rid of the expectation. Just enjoy when you can connect with these friends of yours and know it's part of life. Life changes and so do friendships. Moving on, I was thinking about What are the most important characteristics for a solid friendship? And so I wanted to share these with you, and it's maybe, you know, some of the ones that you have as well. The first one is communication and honesty. The second, understanding and empathy. And the third, time and effort. Sounds basic enough, right? Like those things are easy to do, it seems. But here's the thing. Sometimes these things are easy not to do. I say that often here on the podcast, the things we do to get better every day, or it's the little things, whatever we're working on over time that make a big difference. Same with friendships. Let's take an example, because you know, I love those. Say you have a friend that whenever she calls, all she talks about is her kids or her situation or her latest trip or whatever it is. And she never asks about you. That doesn't sound so great, does it? If you have a call with a friend like this, one time, it's more about them and what they're doing or going through and less about you. Once, it's normal. Because then the next time you talk, it might flip-flop, right? It might be more about you and less about them. And then it's just this nice balance. That happens for sure. But if it happens all the time or consistently each time, you're going to need to be honest and say something. And that's a big one. Communication and honesty. 
It's so crucial in friendships and building a strong, healthy relationship, just like any good relationship. And if for some reason you think, oh, I'm not going to bother having that conversation, just know that you might be saying that friendship really isn't worth the investment, which is okay too. No judgment here, but we all have to make those calls. But you know when it's going to be worth it and when to have those tough conversations with your friend. I'll share a story here. I have a really good friend, and years ago, I was feeling really bad about our friendship. I was feeling like I was the only one calling, the only one texting her, asking her to meet to do things. And after a while, I just needed to talk to her. We ended up having a pretty hard conversation, at least it was hard for me. And I told her, you know, I feel like I'm grieving our friendship. I feel like you don't call me or it feels like you just don't care and all of that. It was so worth it because I valued our friendship a lot. So after I told her all this and we had this conversation, she said, oh my gosh, I feel so bad and I'm so sorry. And she she did say, you know, I'm really not that great at calling my friends, but she was she was great. She She listened to me. She told me, I'm really going to try harder. I don't want you to feel bad. And the conversation went really well. Communication in friendships is all about being open and honest with each other, and it allows us to just express our thoughts and feelings. And sometimes the conversation might not be a fun conversation, but it feels so good, especially if the the friend that's listening actually hears you and they don't get defensive. Which leads me into the second characteristic I was explaining about friendships, which is understanding and empathy. The fact that my friend listened, she tried to understand and hear me instead of getting defensive and acting like, well, I don't do that. That's such a big difference. The understanding, having empathy, willing to work on it. These are so huge. These are important, important characteristics in friendships. Another example of this understanding piece is one I think a lot of you might relate to is this texting and getting back to someone thing. How many times have I done this? Here it is. I'm in the car with kids, driving here, driving there, or just me running errands, running to the grocery store, and a text comes through. I get a chance to quickly look at the text and think, oh yes, I'll get back to her when I get home. But then when I finally get home, I start making dinner and then I'm cleaning up. Well, first I'm unloading the groceries or I'm making dinner and then I'm cleaning up dinner. And then after dinner, I'm totally exhausted. And then I forget everything. Everything I have to do, who I have to get back to, it's just those menopausal moments. That's what I call them. (laughs) So the next day, when I finally see the text on the string of text, I say, oh my gosh, I never texted her back. Okay, has this happened to you at all? (laughs) Because it's happened to me about a hundred times. So sorry to say. Oh my gosh, can we just say that this is normal? And can we just say that and not stress out about it? Can we just give ourselves the grace and the benefit of the doubt here. Know that they're busy or just plain tired or they forgot, just like it happens to you. And it's all okay. (laughs) This understanding piece is like oxygen for us, isn't it? When you text back your friend who just gets it and they say, oh, no worries, I get it. I get it. And they just move on. They have understanding and empathy because most likely they've been there too. 
So if we could just see these types of situations more like that with the understanding piece, instead of maybe catching an attitude, wouldn't life be so much simpler (laughs) and everybody would be happier? And so I'm not saying if it happened every single time that that's okay either. Then I'd say go back to the communication and honesty piece where you'd have to have a conversation. But just in general, if we just all give everyone a little grace, it goes a long way. Let's move on to the third characteristic, and that's time and effort. These two things are so important for friendships. Like any important relationship, we've got to put in the time. It's really harder, I know, when we're all busy and we have so many moving pieces happening, but this is when we need to plan and then create the time. I have to work hard in this area, that's for sure. It's important to carve out the time in your busy schedule to connect with friends because otherwise it just doesn't happen, right? Whether it's a quick coffee date or a fun girl's dinner or planning a day to do something you enjoy doing with your friends, these things are so important. And it doesn't have to be where we're doing these things all the time. We all are busy, but planning these fun times can make a world of difference in your life. You'll be happier, you're spending time with your friends, and then you're taking a break from the chaos of daily life. But what happens if so many of your friends don't live close to you? Are you thinking that? Because that's my situation. A lot of my close friends live scattered around the country. So I started thinking about this, and then I started thinking about some fun ways that we could really just improve our friendships or just work on them. I added things in this next part that would be perfect if your friends aren't close and you can't always go grab a coffee with them, but actually it could apply to even friends that are close by and you just don't get to see them often. And this part is part of the time and effort characteristic of friendships because this is the effort you're gonna put in. And I also wanna add before I go through some of these ideas, It's so important that a friendship has a good balance, some reciprocity, so to speak. So I'm not the only one who calls my friend or she isn't the only one calling me. I'm not the only one who texts or who talks about my problems or shares my stories or talks about me all the time. The key is that we have a balance. It's like a seesaw. You share, you ask, and then she shares and, you know, all of that. That really feels good. And you'll feel if it's off sometimes and and it starts to bother you, then that's when you have to start to say something. And maybe they don't even realize it. They might even just need a quick reset and go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I'm doing that. And it could be because they have something going on in their life and you just need to check in, giving them the grace, like we said, and the benefit of the doubt, the understanding. But that also is effort. So it's not just doing the things we're going to talk about next, but it's also being aware of, are you listening just as much as you're talking? Now I'm going to share some things that you might want to do to strengthen your friendships. And some of them are just basic, but just good reminders. Number one, plan an hour a week for intentional communication. Who do you want to catch up with? Who do you want to call to touch base? What friends can you send a cheerful text to to let them know you're thinking about them? What can you put on the calendar? A a dinner with friends or a coffee chat with a girlfriend or coordinate a night out with girlfriends? Take an hour on the weekend or when you have a bit of energy and just use this time only for friendships. Number two, what about this one? 
Organize a surprise virtual happy hour. (laughs) Set up a surprise virtual happy hour on Zoom with a few close friends and then get your favorite drinks going and snacks and just chat. It's a great way to catch up and have some fun. And you really don't have to get out so you could be in your cozy clothes or maybe you don't have the energy to go somewhere. So it's all good. I know we did this one during the pandemic, but I think they could be super fun. Number three, take the time to send your friend a card or a letter. Make them laugh or tell them how much you appreciate them or just tell them you were thinking of them and then share a funny story you were both in when you rented rollerblades and you went rolling down the hill. I don't know. Whatever your story was, it will bring a smile to their face and brighten their day. Number four, make them a video message. This is so different from just a text or a call especially if it's either really meaningful or just funny. My friend and I, and I'm not much of a Snapchat person at all, but uh, I think I only use it with our girls and one or two of my friends occasionally. There's a filter that I love. It's so fun. It's the one with the big eyes and the big mouth, so your teeth and mouth look huge. And then it has a really high voice. Anyway, I use this filter just for fun. We send video messages back and forth, me and my friend. And then sometimes I, I record the message or the video like that, and then I save it. And then I can send them to other friends as well, since they don't use Snapchat or whatever. And then I'll just text them a video. It's just fun. Number five, send your friend a small gift that you know she or he would love or a cute care package filled with a lot of cool items and you could fill it with cozy socks or cozy blanket and their favorite tea or favorite coffee, maybe a book, whatever you think they'd love, just as a surprise and do it for no reason, not necessarily for a birthday or an occasion, but just to get something unexpected. That would be so much fun. I actually have a few ideas, or a few places that I found for good ideas, and I'm going to share them in a minute, but I wanted to tell you about the last one that I thought of, and this is, of course, the most obvious and my favorite, number six. Just pick up the phone and call them. (laughs) Basic, I know, but there are so many times I want to do this, but I don't. I think of it, and then I don't seem to follow through as much as I think about it. I have to get better at this, I know. And maybe this can be a part of that hour each week, calling a friend to check in. Or maybe it's an extra 30 minutes each week just for the phone call. Whatever it is, just doing it, that's the key. And it's always fun chatting with a friend, isn't it? Okay, so back to the gift ideas. I had to include a few sites here because sometimes I just find these darling ideas or online shops and I have a few in a list right now, so I'm gonna share them. The first one is a local shop. I love finding a local shop. And and even though this one isn't local to me, it's in Minnesota, but it is a local shop and it has the cutest gifts. The ones, you know, that just make you smile. I found it scrolling on Pinterest one night because I love Pinterest and I loved one of their gifts. It was a pin. It was a pin that I saw and it was um, one of a funny tea towel, like a kitchen towel. And it said on the towel, it takes it's well, it was called it takes a village. And then on the towel, it said, I keep hearing it takes a village to raise a child. Do they just show up or is there a number to call? (laughs) I just thought it was cute. So that grabbed my attention and then I went to the shop. The name of the shop is Olita Gifts and Goods. You might have heard of it already, but um, so many cute things on the site. And a few things that I saw that I thought were cute. They had these 
They're called go cuff uh, drink sleeves. And you know, sometimes you have a water bottle that's that they're kind of the long and skinny ones and it's hard to hold. Well, this is a cuff. It goes on the bottle and then you just slip your hand in it. It's so much easier to carry. I thought that was cool. Um, they have poppy and pout lip balm, which they just looked so good. But then I read that those, I guess, were Oprah's, some of Oprah's favorite things. So I thought that was cool. And then the funny tea towels, the funny kitchen towels, you should read them. Some of them are so funny. And that's one idea. You can look for some cute gifts. And then, of course, you can go to Etsy. They have all kinds of artists and local shops selling the cutest things. And so I, on Etsy, I searched gift boxes and came up with, oh my gosh, so many darling ideas. There were a lot of different stores that had so many different ones, but one store I saw in particular was called Joy Gift Box. And then they had an option to build a customized box, which I thought that was so creative. And I don't know, I would just recommend you just go and check it out. There were so many cute ideas. And how fun would it be to randomly send your friend one of those gifts or a gift box or something, or even be the recipient of one of those, right? That would be so fun. Another company I saw that does the um, customized gift box, it's called the Happy Box. I haven't ordered from there yet, but I found it to be so cute. And I just think the name is great as well. Anyway, I just wanted to share a few ideas. I will put the links from these stores below in the show notes. They're just shops I found on Pinterest or looking on Etsy in case you want to check them out. Remember, it's the thought that counts. It's not exactly what it is. It's just the small gestures. They can really go a long way in showing your friends that you care and you're thinking about them. Get creative and have fun with it. So yes, life is busy. Yes, we could all feel like we are running a marathon and it's called life. But here it is. We can work on this stuff. So here's your challenge. Be intentional about this. Reach out to your friends more on a regular basis, whether it's a text or a phone call, a card, or even a little gift. Plan that hour a week to connect with more of your friends. Plan those pockets of time, grab that coffee, or meet up for dinner with your friends occasionally. These simple things go so far in maintaining our friendships or creating even better and deeper friendships. And who doesn't love that? I'm here for it, working on this right along with you. Cheers to our friends and cheers to you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.